Rise and shine, Austin, Texas. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com, bringing you everything fantasy football. I got my best buds, Byron Lambert, Alex Dunlap here with me this morning. This is the Trash Man. Welcome to Roster Watch. How you doing this morning, guys? Hanging in, brother. Doing great. It's another Sunday. <laughs> another Sunday. It's week 10. Things are getting heated week up. Week 10. It's a big week. Call us. 447-ESPN-447-3776 for your starter sit questions. Please do. We're glad to help. Well, f- we ready to get started, fellas? I think so. Let's do it. We got, it. We got our laptops up. Well, as always, we're going to start by taking a spin around the fantasy planet. This is brought to all of our fantasy football listeners by Planet Fitness Austin, planetfitness.com, the judgment-free zone. Make sure and get out to one of their five great locations and uh, check out their memberships that only start at $10 a month. I, I love working out over there. Yeah, there, nothing really beats the ab coaster to me. The ab coaster? I've got like a two and a half pack right now. From like six months. It's a good, <laughs> two and a half. Two and a half. It's a good start. Two and a half better than me. Two and a half better than it's me. It's a good start. It's a good start. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get started, everybody. There is a little bit of news that's broken this morning. It sounds like Deshaun Jackson was late to a team meeting this week or here at the end of the week and has been benched for the early game at home against Arizona today. That's got to tell you a little something about the way Andy Reid probably feels about the guy. You bench a guy for I don't know. Angry usually wants to win exactly above all exactly. Well, the thing is, Jackson's had some a little bit of a string of of stinkers. I can see him maybe being a little frustrated. You probably got to be frustrated with a guy who you know has that much talent and you know hasn't been producing on the field and then doesn't show up for meetings. Reed's got to do. He's going to bench a dude. He has to do something to make a statement. They're on the ropes. They can't really lose anymore. They can't start acting like a bunch of malcontents. Anyways, we loved the matchup. We were expecting a big game for the Eagles' offensive production today. And, uh, you know, losing Jackson, I think, is only going to boost the stock of guys like Jeremy Macklin and Jason Avant and maybe even tight end Brent Selleck. Do you think they'll get Steve Smith out there this week? They said he's been looking good. Hey, I'll defer to the trash man on that. <laughs> hey, ro- roll him out at your own risk. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it, not saying, I'm not advising to start him this week. Um, I just think maybe see some action. It sounds like in New York, uh, staying in the NFC East, Hakeem Nix and Mario Manningham. Mario. Super Mario. Are, uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> sounds like Luigi might be filling it. No, but anyways, uh, sounds like those guys are questionable. Going to be a game time decision today, so... Uh, we like Victor Cruz as always. Yeah, always this like week. Victor Cruz and Jake Ballard. Uh, we like Jake Ballard. It was such a surprise with Manningham because he wasn't on the injury report all week. They said on Saturday he woke up with swelling, and so they, they, he'll test it before the game. I actually like. I I, I think Nix is more likely to play than Manningham at this point, just because it's such a weird kind of deal, you know. But we'll we'll see what happens. Those are two guys. Well, every, everybody's obviously important to your squad, so you should you should keep an eye on. Keep it. an eye on it. Make sure and check out rosterwatch.com. We'll be tweeting updates on that. Um, but definitely keep an eye on your lineup for those guys. And then also in the NFC East, I don't know how fantasy worthy this is. Uh, maybe Fred Davis owners will be interested, but it sounds like Rex Grossman might get the nod over John Beck today. Not a big surprise. Well, they've been splitting reps all week in practice, which I, which you know, upon hearing, a lot of people thought it was kind of, kind of weird. But together, they make one NFL quarterback, one sorry one. 
Yeah, I, I mean, Mike Shanahan, that guy, he's so wishy-washy. I don't know how he's ever going to have it. Gonna, Without John Elway. like his running backs. Take away John Elway. Trade-off and, series. And, he's, and he kind of stinks as a coach. <laughs> but anyways... Uh, let, let, let's just let's keep spinning here. There's a lot of good, you know. There's a lot of good matchups today. Um, one that we're definitely interested in is going to be Saints at Falcons in the early game. Um, that's all, you know. It is probably a tougher division game than one people might think, but uh, you know, it should be good for fantasy production and certainly an exciting game to watch. Touchdowns, lots of them. Who are you guys looking for in this game to have a big one? Jimmy Graham. Could have the most the most receiving yards by a tight end in an NFL season. He's on that track. Yeah, I uh, you know as far as on the Saints side of the ball, I'll tell you who I'm not expecting a lot of production out of is is any running back that's not named Darren Sproles. The 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 Falcons have gone for being a top ten worst matchup for opposing running backs to over the last five weeks, being the absolute worst matchup for opposing running backs. Mark Ingram is. Going to be active. Uh, he's been pro- he was upgraded to probable on Friday, and uh, I just you know I think he's dinged up. So we'll see. All right, we got callers early in the show this week. Eight oh nine. I can't believe fish <laughs> jumping in the boat right hey. off. Ernie, a boy, big Ern. What's going on, fellas? Chilling, Chilling, man. What's Are you up? Driving? All right, nah. Yeah, I'm driving, man. I got a I got a round of golf coming in at nine. I figure I get my call in early. You, know right. you, got, right. you got the Swindle Sensei taking you out for a free round of golf on the Kim Paper tab today, or yes. what, man? Yes, sir. Yes. All, right. All right. Well, I love it. Enjoy hey, you know, it. Trash, man. What's your hey, question, yeah. bud? Hey, I got three receivers here. I got Stevie Johnson, Anquan Bolden, and Julio Jones. Uh, I saw y'all's rankings. You guys got Stevie Johnson and Anquan Bolden kind of pretty close to each other, and Julio Jones ranked a little lower. I kind of wanted to get the trash man's perspective on this one because, uh, you know, he comes on Sundays. I mean, what do you guys think about those three? <laughs> and the respective matchups. I mean, who would you? Who who else do you have in your squad? I mean, well, I mean, those out of those three, I'm going to start two because my running backs oh. are already solid. And by the way, I mean? we have Julio Jones ranked higher than Anquan oh, Bolden yeah, and Stevie Johnson. So Julio yeah. Jones, we're we're rolling with him at this point. Oh yeah, point. you got you, you got to love the matchup with Julio Jones. You know, over the. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's, you, it's, a, it's a top ten. What do y'all think about the other one? Well, I, well, I look at it this way: um, Are you looking to go big, or are you looking to be consistent? Anquan Bolden's been one of the most consistent receivers over the past three, four weeks, averaging about nine points a game. Um, well, Stevie Johnson, he's been a little more inconsistent, but he's got uh, more potential to go big, in my opinion. So it's that okay. it's that kind of decision for me, Ernie. Uh, I'm, I'm going Steve Johnson, Ernie. I like that. I I I could see that Baltimore Seahawks game in Seattle shaking out a little bit weird. Maybe it turning into a Ray Seattle's Rice type a lo- of game. And Seattle's a lot tougher at home. They've got their starting cornerbacks of return, and you got to think the Bills are going to have to score points to stay in this game against Dallas. And Steve Johnson put up some numbers even against Darrell Revis yeah. last week. So I don't think Terrence Newman will shut him down. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. All right, guys. Well, I like, I, I, I'll be flipping Julio. Yeah, I like Stevie. Hey, get get Eugene for some cash on those on those holes today, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was out here hitting balls yesterday, so my game. I'll be uh, on top of my game, guys. But uh, keep up the good work, man. I'll I'll, I'll be listening hey, before I, I'm out. I'm teeing off. Right? And you're welcome for Julio Jones and Willis McGahee last week. <laughs> anyway, last minute prophetic. Yeah, good luck out there, Ernie. All right, All right, Ernie, go knock him around, brother. All right, later. 
Oh, love early calls. Early calls. We 447 ESPN. 447 We love Ernie. So in the Falcon Saints game, that brings up a good point. I mean, I think we're all pretty still high, still high on Julio Jones. It's gotten to the point where we're ranking him almost identical with Roddy White these days. Bad news for Roddy White. Kinda, yeah, great can, for Julio. You kind of have to. You kind of have. But to. the thing is, you look at it. Target-wise, Roddy White still gets doubled to almost three times the amount of targets as yeah, Julio Jones Yeah, but just whenever does. Julio Jones rips him off, I think he only had three receptions last week, but it was for 128 yards and two <laughs> touchdown monster. The point I'm making is that Roddy White's still still valuable. I don't think he's going to lose. Oh, he's right? still valuable. Oh, I think sure, he also sure, draws, sure. He's drawing probably the tougher coverage from the defenses still, so I think that kind of helps even things out a little bit. If if you would have told me prior to the season that we'd be ranking Julio Jones this close to Roddy White in Week 10, though, I, I, I probably wouldn't have believed you. I believe you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. We're going to go to break. Streaming live at ESPN Austin, this is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. Ladies and gentlemen of Austin, Texas, citizens of the world, listeners worldwide, this is Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. We're here in studio. Myself, Alex Dunlap, Dorian Colbert, Byron Lambert, our producer, Eddie Cross, bringing the, bringing the pain as usual. Eddie Cross trying to <laughs> look at week, week <laughs> 11. Oh, what is that? <laughs> oh, yes. We love it. We're rocking that 311 shirt. Oh, nice work. A little, man. a little shameless self promotion. We always love it. it. I need we're one all of those about that, for sure. Oh, we're big fans of that at Roster Watch. <laughs> well, should we keep talking matchups? Let's yeah, let's, let's let's keep on with it. Well, the other game that I love early to start is Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. I've seen a lot of experts on TV predicting. Big game out of Pittsburgh defense, playing a rookie quarterback, rebound game after a loss to Baltimore uh, at home, trying to capture the division lead. Man, I think that all makes a lot of sense, but my gut just tells me that the Bengals are going to hang in here and play a tough, tough game. I still see Dalton putting up maybe a touchdown or two. Um, I think it's going to be a great division game. Is there anybody that <laughs> – what do you guys think about sits and starts in that in that one? Well, uh uh, you know, if you go to rosterwatch.com and look at our matchup tool, this thing's a this thing's a nightmare across the board for both teams. Uh, the only real, you know, the only real chink in any of the armor that I see for any of this stuff is going to be uh, Cincinnati. I guess the last five weeks has been, you know, the eleventh best opposing uh, uh, the the eleventth best team for opposing wide receivers. Uh, so you know you might want to bump some of your Pittsburgh wide receivers with with you know in in recognition of that trend, but you know as far as with this, it's a division game. Even though the matchups sort of stink, if one of these guys is your stud, if you got a Roethlisberger, if you've been hanging in with a Mendenhall, you know if you got a a, a Sed Benson or of course an AJ Green, uh, you're going to have to roll with them. You know it's a it's a division game, it's a huge game, and Andy Dalton is a rookie quarterback, but he 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 sure hadn't been playing like a rookie. No, not at all. A guy who I um, I like, I don't know what his match is going to be like today. It could be tough for him, but it's Jerome Simpson. I love Jerome Simpson. Um, Cincinnati. He kind of looks like a slim shady. He is so slim. <laughs> he is so AJ slim. Green's a slim shady, too. They're both, they're both slim. slim. Yeah. They but like they're both they cre- really they creep good around. receivers. Well, AJ, or Jerome Simpson, in his last three games, all right, so the last game caught a touchdown, the week before caught a touchdown, the week before went off for like 120 yards. 
and I'm drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> flashbacks. Flashbacks. I hope it's Kool Aid. Eddie's drinking. lying. <laughs> Eddie's, 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 Eddie's shaking his head. That's saying, not that's Kool Aid. Not Kool-Aid. <laughs> that's that's for Jerome Simpson. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Oh yeah. Right. Oh okay. Yeah. Little bit of little little little, little bit, bit of lean in his cup. A little bit of. Taste All right. There. So what? And the other thing I would I'm. I don't know. It's huge fantasy relevant, but it looks like Jermaine Gresham is getting back in the action. I think he's one of these guys that people should be keeping an eye on if you need a tight end or having tight end difficulties. I think with Dalton playing well, he might emerge here down the stretch. I don't know about I wouldn't start him today, probably. You but. know who I wouldn't start then is Andre Caldwell. You Andre Caldwell. All you 16-team Dynasty League guys who listen to the show. Yeah, uh, he, might, he might not be a good start today. And really the other thing that just strikes me is, you know, gosh, how times have changed so quickly for – the Steelers, I mean, I'm looking at our rankings here, and, you know, Richard Mendenhall, we have him all the way down as a low-end number two in a 12-team league at 24. This is a guy people went into the season thinking was a top-five guy. I mean, owners have to, Mendenhall owners have to be extremely disappointed. I don't know if I see anything changing today. I mean, I, do you think it, it gets better? Do you think it's a guy you, you're wanna, going to want to try to trade off your team? Well, if you're going to make any trades, you're going to have to do them pretty soon. Most team, most leagues' trade deadlines are coming up. You figure if you would have been able to get them off your hands, you would have probably been able to make a deal by now. Well, I see him getting better just because there's only room to improve, and as the season progresses, it turns into a little bit more of a running game. But I, I don't I don't see a tremendous amount. I think he's is what he is. I don't see a tremendous amount of upside. And in fairness to, and in fairness to Mendenhall, we are a little bit lower on him than the fantasypros.com. Expert consensus rank, uh, the expert consensus of the of the sixty five other sites that we compete against, and had a top eight finish worldwide in last week in rankings accuracy, uh, having them ranked uh, at a consensus number eighteen. So we're 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 six spots low on them, and, and you know, and, and the reason for that is because you know d- uh, during the time that we were kind of adjusting and tweaking our rankings, we talked a lot about you know what a good defense Cincinnati is, and and we really liked them against the run. You well, know what else we really like? The Pop Rock Teeny. Oh, hey. At Dorian loves the Pop Rock Teeny. Loved it. So much that he drank two. Let's not talk about it. You don't want to talk about that? <laughs> I, Let's talk about the bad. Well, you know what the close relative of the Pop Rock Teeny is that's also turned out to be a very, very popular cousin is the Pickle Teeny. <laughs> the Pickle Teeny. Popular cousin. Look, Ten Oak. You can go there. You can. It's not just Pop Rock Teenies and Pickle Teenies. It's it's the it's the biggest whiskey bar in all of Texas. They have the largest selection of any kind of whiskey, Scotch. They got a they got a drink that Byron always gets every time. He looks like he should have a smoking jacket on <laughs> and and just kind of sitting there with his legs crossed. The ladies all come and talk to him. At Ten Oak it's it's, it's what the most interesting man in the world drinks when he's not drinking. Dosekis, apparently. Yeah, but Ten Oak. It's between. Uh, it's on. It's on Colorado Street. It's between Fourth and Fifth in the building that Cooper Libre used to be in, and we're there every Monday night for the Burger Beer Special. James always puts up an awesome burger. Special changes every week, and then one little dirty little secret is that if you when you walk in, 
Make sure and go to the right side of the bar. They have these awesome cushion chairs on rollers that sit up a little bit higher over there, and you can really lean back and just get great action on the on the Monday night game. Yeah, but make sure and order your drinks from from a Devon. They're they're <laughs> please go to the bar. <laughs> Their feelings will be heard if you sit in the nice lounges. Give our guy Devin some action, please. <laughs> it's ten o'clock. We're there every Monday. Come and come and hang out. So Cincinnati is also twenty third or twenty sixth against the. Uh, run in the last five games, and 26 means the one of the worst teams for fantasy matchups, so I don't see the Mendenhall thing getting really that much better today, and the fact is the Steelers are a passing team. They got a lot of weapons. Um, let's just get to another game that's near and dear to everybody's heart here in the Lone Star State. We've got Bills at Cowboys. Bills have been on a downward slide a little bit, it looks like. Ryan Fitzpatrick has a little bit of a PP arm. <laughs> Cowboys and, are the uh, usual wishy-washy <laughs> selves. Now we got the Cowboys, Jekyll and Hyde. What are we going to do today, fellas? DeMarco Murray is a sick, sick man. Hey, he's sick. He is a sick man, but who I'm looking to go big in this game is Des Bryant. He doesn't have Miles Austin to compete against this week. Laurent Robinson is going to take some of the pressure off him. I think he's going to have a big. Hey, one. we love Laurent Robinson. And we love Laurent Robinson. He's oh, a Laurent, guy that we I'm have. Sorry. We, he's it's a guy. Fr- it's like it's French a little <laughs> yeah, bit. French, French, French. Yeah. But he, you know, he's a guy that you know, he's a guy that it, you know, it's almost like he's not a sneaky play anymore. I try, I tried to pick him up off of waivers in all my leagues, and he already he's already owned. Somehow yeah. he was owned like three weeks ago yeah. by Stones so, in our league. Yeah, <laughs> so, couldn't believe it. <laughs> But you know, as far as as far as this match, and I and I and I wrote about it in my column for the Chronicle this week. I really think that a sneaky play for this week is a guy who's generally very, very, very undependable, and that's uh, Buffalo tight end Scott Chandler. The Cowboys are terrible against the tight end. They've been the second best matchup all season long. They're showing no signs of improvement against tight end production, and he's a guy that's not going to catch any balls unless they're in the end zone. But he could be. It could be one of these days where he catches, you know, two touchdowns for you know thirty yards and has. A- hey, he's the 2011 version of of Hall of Famer to be Chris Carter. All he does is catch touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes, sometimes. But if if he gets the opportunity, you know, I think I feel like this is going to be a week that has the opportunity. If you're strapped to tight end, he might be somebody that you take a look at. Sanchez dropped 28 points on the Bills last week, so you got to like the matchup for Romo, Des Bryant, like you said, Jason Witten. Witten. So we love all your Cowboys. Uh, Jerry Jones thinks DeMarco Murray looks like Eric Dickerson, like I've been saying all year. This is the guy. He just needs some goggles. This is, this is, <laughs> Those goggles this are is, awesome. This yeah. is the guy. Um, I, I love what Jason Garrett said about him this week. He said he said he's very serious-minded, meaning he's, very, he's, very, he, he's, a, he's a student of the game. He doesn't. He doesn't really go in there and joke around and thug around and you know act like a Des Bryant or a Martellus Bennett. You know he's there. He's there working and he's a and he's a and, and he's a and he's a weight room guy and he's a serious minded guy and he's got a great head on his shoulders. Well, he's gonna the, be in this league a long the time. The thing that surprises me about Murray too is I always say he was a poor man's Darren McFadden because he reminds me a lot with the receiving skills and his rushing skills, the upright style. But when I looked at his stats, he's actually. He he's six. He's like six one, but he weighs two twenty. McFadden's like a two o five, two ten guy with those little bit of right. skinny legs. He's not so durable. Murray has real NFL size that is a little deceptive if you don't actually if you didn't know that. So we love him um, on the Bills side. Uh, ain't nobody but Steve Johnson and Fred Jackson. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Dorian, I think, was still mulling over a David Nelson star, but you might just quit while you're ahead. Actually, I think. Week. Actually, I think if you have David Nelson and you don't have maybe a starting running back to play in that flex, I think he's a good start. Yeah. I think he's going to have a. He's got a good matchup against these weak um, Dallas corners. I think he's a good play this week. And you got to remember about Fred Jackson. You know, the, as far as the Cowboys, they started out this season as a as a as a defense that stifled the run. And over the course of the last five weeks, they're actually a top eight matchup against the run. That probably has a lot to do with Sean Lee being out. But you know, it's it's uh, it, it expect him to go bananas as usual. We love the running backs, and we love most of the skill position players for the Cowboys this week. Sean Lee may be back today, though, and that could and, he'll and, have his and hand clubbed. Justin, Justin, just just out just long enough to <laughs> screw me out of a win. <laughs> Comes back right in time for these Cowboys, though. He is a great player. And That's prob- the important Moving thing. to probably one of the worst games of the day in a in a battle for <laughs> for AFC South, just anti-supremacy. I don't know what the word is. Just mediocrity. The Andrew Luck sweepstakes, I'm not sure, but we got Jags at Colts. The um, subpar bowl. I don't want to spend too much time on that one, but we do... I firmly believe Maurice Jones-Drew is in line for what should be a monster game today. I love him this week. Um, Alex, on the uh, in the receiving side of it, likes Jason Hill this week. I love Jason Hill, and and there's a couple reasons why. Uh, you know, the matchup, the the Colts have been the third best matchup for opposing wide receivers this season, and, and the best over the last five weeks. If you just look at if you look back at the game logs of their games against wide receivers, they, you got Julio Jones going for 132 and two touches. Nate Washington, two-touchdown monster. Colston, two-touchdown monster. A.J. Green, Jerome Simpson, each a touchdown. Dwayne Bowe, two TDs. Steve Breston, two TDs. Same game. Preston Parker comes out of nowhere for 70 yards and a TD. Mike Wallace scores him for 144 and a TD. You know, Andre Johnson, 95. And the, the list goes on and on. Indianapolis and will make you feel good about they yourself. Have a, they, have a, they, have a terrible, they have a terrible secondary. They've had five members of that secondary make their NFL debuts this season. Uh, I mean, it's just it, it's primed for a, for a sub-4-3 speed guy to get in there and burn them. Mike Thomas is not getting any looks. This game is garbage. We hate it. But, you know, I'll, I'll defer to the trash man as far as – Targets isn't isn't Jason Hill getting out, out outnumbering Mike Thomas in targets by almost double the last three weeks? Yeah, he's 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 pretty sick. I think he's their most explosive receiver. Even if he doesn't get as many targets as Mike Thomas, speed. and now he can run uh, the right routes. I think he's the big play there. Um, this is Roster Watch brought to you by RosterWatch.com. We are streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is one zero four nine The Horn, Austin's FN Sports Talk. Call us and AM twelve sixty. And welcome back, Austinites. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by WasterWatch.com. Give us a call. We need your calls. 447-ESPN-447-3776. We're going to keep on going on with these matchups. And a segment we call Money in the Bank. Everybody, Austin, Texas, we got a new segment for you here. This is where we're going to go down the matchups, and Dorian and Alex are going to toss out one or two guys from each matchup that's just absolute money in the bank. Let's get rolling, fellas. A classic AFC West matchup, Denver at Kansas City. Who's like putting cash in your piggy bank? (laughs) For me, it's Willis McGahee. 
This guy's been playing out of his mind this season. Eddie Cross left him on the bench last week. Oh, oh Eddie. I, I, did, I didn't trade for him last <laughs> week. It hurts. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say Dwayne Bow. I'm gonna say Dwayne Bow. Uh, you you don't you don't think Champ Bailey's gonna give him any trouble? I don't you know, he could, he could, but you know, they've they've gotten a lot worse in the last five weeks against wide receivers. They're the they're the second best matchup. So, you know, I gotta I gotta roll with it. If I'm putting that money in the bank, I say Dwayne Bow. Hey, and I'm saying Tim Tebow. Hey. Hey, chalk up another fifteen points at least. I love it. I All love right. It. Well, and then in uh a little bit less interesting of a matchup is gonna be Washington Redskins at Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Is there, hey, is, hey, that's the definition of the Sunday snoozer right there. I'm not, sure, I'm not even sure if there's any money to put in this bank. This is a this is a this bank must not be FDIC. You're gonna have to take be taking out some credit on this one. Yeah, you know if I'm gonna be if I, if if I'm going to be taking anything and 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 depositing it in regards to this game, I guess I'm gonna have to roll with my boy Brandon Marshall. Um, I, you know he's been consistent. He has consistently, you know, had, you know, five, six receptions per game and generally goes for over 100 yards, even though he's been a little bit lacking in the touchdown category. I'm going to go with Fred Davis here. I mean, he's been leading the team in targets. Um, So whether he has John Beck or Rick Grossman, they both got little PB arms. I think uh, Fred Davis is going to be the beneficiary there. It's like a it it's like a piece of paper with George Washington's face on it. <laughs> Take it right to the bank. I love Fred Davis this week. All right. What about uh what about Reggie Bush, Daniel Thomas? You what, what do you see the carries looking like there today? I think Daniel Thomas will continue to look like what he is, a terrible NFL runner. I <laughs> I don't think Thomas looks terrible. I don't think he's a terrible runner, but I do think that Reggie Bush will uh, continue to get the lion's share of the carries for at least another week. I think instead of putting money in the bank, that's like putting money in the toilet. Yeah. You can forget about <laughs> it. Get it out of here. Um, <laughs> it's like letting a friend borrow some money. Yeah, it's just, that's, you might you might see a return. <laughs> <laughs> that's no good. And then in the and we got the battle of the birds today. Two mighty mighty birds. The cardinal versus the cardinals versus the eagles. In this, in this one, oh my lord! Hey, he's watching. He's, he's watching. He's perched up high. So this one, I would say probably Beanie Wells um, would be money in the bank. You know, Beanie Wells. He had a disappointing game last week, but he says he feels the best he's felt in two to three weeks, um, which is probably as good as he's going to get the feeling because um, he's not going to get any rest uh, against this one. One of the easier run defenses in the Eagles. Yeah, if 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 you're t- telling me to put my money in the bank, I'll put the money where I've been putting it all year, and my favorite back in the league, and Lashawn Shady McCoy. Show me the money! Show me the money! Hey, he, is, it, he is unbelievable. He's unbelievable. He he is. He's he's one of the most exciting running backs to watch. He scored a touchdown in every game this year. That's unbelievable. He's just to t- talk about money. In the and bank. then we mentioned Deshaun Jackson being out this week, so I'd go ahead and say that Jeremy Macklin is is like putting a big stack of Benjamins in your bank this week against Arizona. Jason Avant might be a good play there too. Good play, good play, good play. I don't know I don't know if I'm if I'm uh shipping it straight to the bank or not, but uh, Avant should get some action with Deshaun Jackson out. What about in the what about the what about the Tennessee Carolina game? Cam Newton, we love him. Yeah, love him every week. 
So, I mean, so I guess by association, then we have to love Steve Smith. I'm looking for a monster out of Steve Smith. Monster. Today. He's going to go huge. Uh, I've been kind of, I've been on the fence all week thinking about how Chris Johnson is going to match up against this terrible, terrible, terrible run defense of Carolina. And I went and looked back at all 14 of his runs from last week, and it was his biggest week of the season. He did look a little bit better, but he still does not look like CJ. Watching the Thursday night game and seeing the elite speed of guys on the Raiders like Taiwan Jones, Denarius Moore, the kind of speed that we're used to seeing out of Chris Johnson, it kind of got me a little. It kind of got me feeling a little bit woolly to go watch some old CJ two K tapes, and I did. And then I watched back all fourteen runs from last week. He is not running with the same urgency. He's not acting like he you know cares well, as much. And right now, owner Bud Adams feels like Chris Johnson stole all the money out of his <laughs> bank. <laughs> yeah. He feels like a broke, broke man. I think it. Brilliant. I, he could go bigger than usual this week. It's a terrible run defense, but man, you know the problems are going to continue to exist there with that run game. I don't think there's anybody else we feel that solid in that game. Definitely Steve Smith, Cam Newton. You can mark it down. They're going to probably Greg Olson. Olson. Greg Olson. He's been solid. Tennessee is the number one matchup against tight ends over the course of the last five weeks, and Olson has been nothing less than nothing less than a good. Tight end one. He, so, could, he so, could be the tight end one on your squad. He's money so what does that mean for Shockey this week? I don't know. You know, it could it's it could be one. It means of these he's a low end tight end who yeah. has a chance to snake a touchdown. Yeah. So he's worth a spot. He's worth if you're if in you trouble. You might if you got it. What is the deal with all these bur these matches between these Raptors this week? We got the <laughs> Ravens. At the Seahawks, Battle of the Birds on the West Coast. <laughs> Battle of the Birds, I love it. As, it. as far as my money in the bank for this matchup, you know, any matchup that involves, you know, that involves Ray Ray uh, Ray Rice, I'm going to I'm I'm going to go ahead and go with him, regardless of how tough Seattle is at home against opposing runners. I love hearing the cash registers just keep bringing them up. <laughs> customers are going to be happy today. I think. so. Hey, do you know where customers are always happy? Straight music, guys. They're, they have they have two Austin locations, Lamar and Ben White, and uh, up by Lake Line Mall. Uh, straight music has been Austin's premier source for everything musical uh, since uh, I don't even know how long. It's certainly longer than I've been alive. Forty-eight years, three generations. As uh, as far as you know, your guitars, your basses, your pianos. They're Austin's only authorized Yamaha dealer. They have a music school. Whether you need sheet music, pro audio gear. Anything musical you can find at Straight Music. We have the holidays coming up. If you're thinking about buying a guitar or something for your kid, if you're thinking about maybe taking up an instrument yourself, please do not go to a store that reminds you of a big box you know, chain store to buy your musical instruments because you're going to end up getting sold garbage. They're, they're not going to, they don't care about their products. They mismanage their products. They buy in bulk from bad suppliers. And a musical instrument is something that you should buy as an investment. At Straight Music, they've been taking care of people for 48 years, three generations here in Austin. It's a hub of our musical community. They can be found at straightmusic.com or at their two locations. And anytime you go there, it's like putting money in the bank. It is. Hey, and if you want to be a successful mu- musician putting money in the bank, they'll help you out. And if you want to keep some extra coin in the mm-hmm. bank, it's a great place to shop. Hey, the best best prices in town. It's straight music. Hey, we want to we want to help you put some money in your bank this week. Give us a call. You guys, four, it four, is four, week seven, 10. ESPN 4473776. Give us your fantasy questions. Must win week this week. It's a must win week.
So let's keep moving. Well, I think a good thing to talk about would be I know our I know Eddie Cross wants to fatten his wallet up a little bit. Not that we condone playing for any kind of money here at Roster Watch. But Not at all. Eddie I was just looking at his lineup on the break there and I saw Jermichael Finley was on his bench who I've been a little high on lately. And he's got a, he doesn't have a tight end position, but he's got some wide receiver tie, uh, tight end flex positions. I love his starting lineup. I told him the guy I might consider putting Finley in over would be Larry Fitzgerald. Is that how do you guys feel about that? No, oh, man, we've been we've been so much higher on Finley recently than the expert consensus, and I think that's been what's been a lot that's had to do with such these these ridiculously high finishes that we've been getting against basically everybody in the industry worldwide for these last two weeks. He, he's he's been. He's 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 been he's been coming back. Well, know? what do you think about Fitzgerald's matchup? I mean, I thought it's a tough one again. I mean, Osimo and Samuel been giving up something, but yeah. John Skelton's probably still tossing around. It's in Philly. It's They're in wanting to Philly. rebound. They it's had a, in Philly. They gotta win. They gotta win. I just you know you figure that with Beanie Wells being a little bit banged up. They're gonna. I mean, God, Trash gonna, Man, put your jumpsuit on for a second. I think what what would you, I mean? Would you tell Eddie to keep Fitzgerald in there, or you like uh, Finley over Fitzgerald? Well, I mean, you kind of have to look at it this way. Uh, Fitzgerald is the number one receiver on his team. Jermichael Finley, he's probably the third or fourth look in Green Bay. Um, and I know that's you know that's saying a lot still because he has Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to him, but uh, Fitzgerald, I would venture to say, will have more targets and the opportunity to score more points. Well, you got to go with the trash man on these types of decisions. Eddie, I promise Dorian's hopefully not going to give you any more bad Plaxico <laughs> Burris advice. I saw that he he's in your lineup in your other league, but uh, I would. If that's the case, let's roll with Fitzgerald. He's the number one. So you got your lineup right. No last-minute Sunday swindles. Guys, we are streaming live at ESPNAustin.com. This is 104.9 The Horn, Austin's FM Sports Talk. And AM 1260. Welcome back, fantasy footballers. This is Roster Watch. Byron Lambert, Alex Dunlap, Dorian Colbert here to help you get your lineups right. We're heading into the playoffs. We want to get things rolling. And I hear something rolling through oh, right it's now. it's rolling through and it smells so nasty. It rolls big. It, it rolls heavy. It smells like a porta potty stuffed with fish guts. That just got turned over. What is going on here? Hey, he's got his blue jumpsuit on, his gloves. The trash man comes on. He Sunday. doesn't shower. Everything smells. It's, hey, it's the worst around here in the here at the ESPN Austin studios, ladies and gentlemen. TheRosterWatch.com trash man. I'll have you coming out clean on the other oh. side. That is just the nastiest smell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get a roll in here. My garbage grabs for this week. Um. I mentioned Donald Brown running back for the Colts in the previous garbage grab, and he notched up almost 80 yards last weekend, but he still only owned in 9% of leagues. Joseph Adai is not going to play today. I think Donald Brown has a good chance of um, having being a solid play against the Jags. Jags have a top 10 defense, but it's an interdivision matchup, and those are always crazy games. Um, so you tend to throw rankings out the window there, at least I do. Well, you've been hot on that Donald Brown thing. You've been kind of right. The He's, last been kinda few, right. So. He's been kind of right. He's been kind of right. And it, it, you guys know, as listeners, just how on the money the trash man is with these picks. So make sure and pay, make sure and pay attention. 
All right, next I have up. Guy we talked about a little bit already this show, and that's Jason Hill, wide receiver of the Jaguars. He's yeah. arguably the best receiver on his team. Um, that no team happens arguing. to be <laughs> the Jaguars, who are definitely <laughs> offensively challenged. But he still is their most explosive receiver, and he's only owned in 6% of leagues. Hopefully the Jags come out of their bye with some new ways to get him the ball. Oh, I I mean, I, I agree. I think if I talk any more about Jason Hill, I'm about to get slapped in the face by Byron. <laughs> All right, next up, I got Ronnie Brown running back for the Eagles. Getting on I'm my, keep bandwa- keep my it, preseason bandwagon. Keeping it in the, it in the Brown oh, family. God. Hey, that's a real Brown. <laughs> hey. That's something that slides right down the toilet <laughs> if you're not careful. I'm t- hey, I'll tell you what. Like I said, like I, 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 I said it in my column for the Chronicle this week. Ronnie Brown is a guy who you might look at because you know he did get the set of carries last week, resulting in the touchdown on Monday night. But at that point, you're really dumpster diving. So hey, I'm not, I'm, hey, if it if the game goes as I think it will, and with the Eagles running away with it, I I, I see it as a good chance to be put in the game and get a lot of garbage time yardage. Well, when we're talking about garbage time, I'm going to defer to you every time. Yeah, so I think I like I like Ronnie Brown if you have to play him, if you have to find somebody to put in that flex. I think he's got a good shot at having a productive game against the Cards this week. Um, after that, I have a guy, I don't know if either of you have heard of this guy. <laughs> I love it when, we, when, he, when Dorian says, we might not have heard of the person. This is our job. All right, who, who is he? Who is he? Let's, let's see this piece of trash. It is Leonard Hankerson. Leonard Hankerson, Wookie, Rookie, <laughs> Rookie, Rookie God, is that <laughs> for the Redskins? The last time you brought up a name like this, it was one Naaman Theodore Roosevelt who went off for a 67-yard touchdown. Let me let me hear about Leonard Hankerson. Well, he played at the U. That's always a good start, you know. Um, and he's I'm gonna sure just... he got lots of you know free drinks and <laughs> yeah. escort dances. services and everything. Um, that is good. Yeah. He's going to be starting opposite Jabbar Gaffney this week. Um, he had a four catch game last week. Um, I really think to, I mean, regardless of who's the quarterback there, he's going to get plenty of looks in this Washington offense. And he is open, and, and, and I believe he's available in literally 100% of leagues. <laughs> 110%. That is true. Uh, so if you're like me and you like to go big on guys who um, just might end up hurting whoever you're playing against, they've never even heard of him. It's terrible. Um, I like Leonard Hankerson. Um, another guy I like, and we, who we have heard of, you know, who I seem to see making plays every time I turn on the Jets games, and that's Jeremy Curley. Yeah. Um, every time we turn on the Jets, it's like he's he's it's Curly with a K, right? K E R. Curly with a K. It gets real curly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's building quite the rapport with Mark Sanchez. He had five targets in Week Nine. Um, he's locked in as a third receiver with Derek Mason gone. Um, I think he's a rookie who can end up making an impact for the Jets, especially yeah. this week against hey, that he, week. He's getting he gets looks. Secondary. He gets looks and I, he catches the ball. I like yeah. him. I put him on my portion of the watch list like two weeks ago. So maybe I was just two weeks early on him. Another guy, um, Tennessee. I mean, not Tennessee, but a tight end for the Baltimore Ravens, Dennis Pitta. Dennis watch your Pitta. back, Ed Dixon. The Pitta Pit, because Pitta wants your job. Um, he was a pivotal player in the Ravens' offense for two straight weeks. He had eight targets last week. You can it, find that in the Trashman's Target article on rosterwatch.com. Yes, check it out there and give us a call. 
447 ESPN. Um, so it could be Pitta who ends up being the go-to tight end for Joe Flacco this week. I saw a uh, I saw a Baltimore area advertisement where Dennis Pitta was the spokesman for this company. He has some really big bushy eyebrows, <laughs> kind of like a Michael I, Bush. I, I think he's kind, yeah, kind of like a Michael Bush, but but sort of like the Greek version. <laughs> It's an inter- it's an interesting uh, he's in, he's an interesting looking fellow. Well, I'm not worried so much about how he looks, but hey, how many know. how many how many balls he catches. Uh, last in my garbage grab for this week, we have Matt Moore, quarterback for the Dolphins. Oh, he had a top three quarterback fantasy score last he week. Sure did. Hey, he stole some lightning last week. He stole all that lightning on the way to picking up Miami's first win. I look for him to continue to be fairly productive against the reeling Washington team that doesn't seem to be able to top anybody recently. They are reeling, and they're not going to reel in any big fish today, huh? <laughs> no. A couple guys <laughs> who I didn't add to my column just because you should have picked them up already, and that is Vincent Brown of the Chargers, wide receiver, and Earl Bennett of the Bears, wide receiver as well. The I Bears. think these are guys who... You can pick up, Brown's already played this week, but Bennett hasn't. I think he's got a chance to get to be productive against the Lions today. Oh, he, lo- he looks like he's Cutler's and for num- the near favorite future. wide receiver. And for the near future. He's their number one wide receiver. Cutler loves him. After the, after the game, the look on Cutler's face, whenever they asked him about the return of Earl Bennett from injury, he had, he had, a, he had a bad chest injury. It was his first game back. Of course, he had the of course he had the touchdown, fairly monster game. You know, they asked Cutler about this guy; his face lights up. You know, well, just, he just loves. It's him. because pass protection has been an issue for them. He needs a guy who can get a get the ball out too quickly versus all these other receivers he, have to run fifty he, yards he, down the field before the, he can throw co- the ball. College teammates, Cutler even went down to the Vanderbilt pro day to to to. to throw to Bennett, you know, for his for for the scouts. He likes anybody who helps him not get sacked. Well, yeah. I I wouldn't like to get sacked either. He gets a real grumpy look on his face whenever he does, though. So that's all I got for the garbage grab this week. The guys. trash the trash can only run so deep. Hey, pickings are slim. They're getting really slim this week. Hey, you got to be able to survive on what you can. And some of those morsels, they're old, but they won't make you sick. No. Well, Something I was reading this morning I thought was worthy of talking about was, and, and Alex, I know you watch a lot of tape during the week. I'd be curious to get your your view on this. Is Bart Scott saying that the Jets are looking at using seven defensive backs against the Patriots? Woo! Wow. I, 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 wow. Really? How do they? How? I don't even know how they're going to make that happen. It would be. It would be smart. I mean, I guess they smart. don't have any respect for the Patriots' run game, yeah, really. The, yeah, it's it, it's kind of they're kind of hard to have a lot of respect for right now. You got Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis with the with the turf toe. Uh, Kevin Falk has been you know missing practice all week. You know, if they're going to be doing that and putting set, if they're going to be doing that, Danny Woodhead might be somebody who's a real deep sneaky start. Hey, real quick before we get out, guys, I got a question off the text line: Does okay. uh, Eric Decker or James Jones for wide receiver number three? Let me defer to my rankings here because I'm not sure off the top of my head who I, I think we have them ranked pretty high. Uh, I like pretty, Eric Decker, pretty, pretty Eddie. Close to one another. I like Eric Decker there too. I'm going with Eric Decker. Let's roll with it. Speaking of speak, 
Speaking of Eric Decker, <laughs> we, we have a couple of decks we like ourselves, and we might actually be up there watching those seven defensive backs tonight. It is amazing how that ran together so well. Hey, so hey my transitions are just seamless. <laughs> it is, and nobody can see them coming. It, it is upper decks Sunday it is nights. Austin's premier sports bar. Everybody needs to come hang out Sunday nights. They got the hugest screen out on the top deck. The weather is starting to get nice. You know they got they got all kinds of drink specials. The food there it's not like sports bar food. It's 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 you know it's like calamari stuffed jalapeno. Hey for you shapely fellas, Bring your girlfriend. for you shapely fellas who like watching a little football, they got a big upper decks burger slathered in barbecue sauce <laughs> and bacon that's just delicious cheddar shapely, cheese. You hey, guys, you, you make sure and get one and, and put <laughs> one or put one or two away. The weather's getting beautiful. The screen is big. The deck is high. Everything is good at Upper Decks. And we're going to put this one away for the day, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Roster Watch, brought to you by rosterwatch.com. We want to say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is the Trash Man, speaking on behalf of Byron Lambert, Alex Dunlap. Please check us out online, rosterwatch.com. We're bringing you the fantasy rankings that are going to get you. Hey, and we're going to update those rankings before the games. 